0: Hey friend. I'm Ann Schwamberger, host of the Brilliant Business Moms podcast. This show is all about brilliant women, just like you, who are growing their businesses in the margins. You're juggling nap time and work time, wiping up messes with writing blogs, and I don't believe you need big, impressive numbers or shiny accolades behind your name to be brilliant. This show is about realistic, doable strategies that will work for you and your business right where you are. Big and little wins are celebrated here, and every single one of my listeners is a big deal in my book. Grab your coffee, and maybe the laundry, and be encouraged by business mamas who'll make working in the margins just a little more fun. Hey friend, welcome back. So on today's episode, I'll be chatting with Bethany Dasko of Board and Batten Design. You will absolutely love Bethany's story. To be honest with you, I was pretty amazed myself when she shared how building her business has just absolutely changed her life and her family's life. The neatest thing is Bethany is a single mom with three kids and she has grown her Shopify store to where it is now the sole provider for her family. It's the sole income for her family. And she also has used her Shopify store income to pay off all of her debt. Oh, and by the way, Bethany lives on quite a few acres. She homesteads, she raises goats, and she and her dad are building her house together. She's incredible, and you will just love hearing from her. Now, Bethany's going to share with you how she uses the product launch model to release a new collection of her designs to her audience for big results. She talks about the fact that many people in her industry and all sorts of other industries are simply not taking advantage of doing a true product launch. It has given her such incredible results and she's so passionate about this and wants other brilliant business moms to be using product launches too. Well, of course I agree. I actually have a free brilliant marketing plan just for you, my brilliant listeners. If you head to brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash marketing plan you can grab that 20-page guide I created just for you for free. It'll walk you through the five key steps you have to take to have a brilliant marketing plan for your business. You're going to love it. Okay, let's dig into the interview with Bethany. Okay, so I have Bethany Dasko with me today. So excited to be chatting with you, Bethany. If you could just let us know who you are, what your business is all about. Okay, well I'm Bethany and I'm the
1: designer behind Board and Batten Design Company. And what I do is I make vector artwork, ready-made artwork for people who have silhouette and cricket crafting machines, basically. And they use them to make wooden signs and t shirts and stuff like that. I just sell the digital artwork. And then I'm also I'm a single mom. And I have three kids and I live uh, in a little cabin up in the mountains on twenty acres. So I have milk goats and various other livestock and so those are kind of my three big things, my family and my business and my homestead. So
0: that's me. I love it. Ah, I'm, I'm a little bit jealous of all your acreage and the goats. I mean, although I'm sure the goats are much harder work than... <laughs> the hard work, but it's really cold and snowy out and you still have to go and feed them and... Yeah. Very cool. So I would love to hear about your business before you started implementing product launches to make more sales.
1: Basically where I started, I started off on Etsy and I was trying to flesh out my shop and kind of get things going there and it was doing really well. So I was like, okay, so I need to build a website because I did not want you know, I didn't want Etsy to be the big thing for me. I wanted to have my own website because I feel like that's really the way to take the next step in your business. And because I'm a single mom, I want to support my family with my business, which I do now. I had just built my website and I actually have a really cool thing to show you. So this is my grand opening sale that I did for my website that I just started. And it was September, 2017, when I built my website at the time I was doing pretty good on Etsy. I had a list of 725 people, and I did this eight-day sale where I was, you know, it was kind of like an online scavenger hunt, and I was trying to make it really fun, and I thought, okay, this is the interaction. This will really get people going, and I made, in eight days, I made $200, and I was like, oh, that was so not worth
0: the work. Yeah. This is my before. For those who might not know, you, so you had your Etsy shop, and then you started a Shopify store. Right. Yes. That's basically your own. Yes. This is my Shopify store. So at the time
1: I was making a couple hundred dollars every week, maybe on Etsy. And then I wanted to do the Shopify store because I really wanted to kind of, I wanted to grow this into something life changing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so my Shopify, this is the first thing that I did with my Shopify. So I made $202 in eight days and it ended up being 30 cents per subscriber is what I made. And that was, I, I didn't know if that was good or bad. And so that's kind of where I was before, but I knew that I didn't just want to kind of grasp at straws. I wanted something kind of a structured system uh, for repeatedly kind of a rinse and repeat making money. I didn't want to just rely on trickle in sales here and there from the Pinterest traffic. And I
0: have to say, you know, 700 some people on your list when you've been selling on Etsy, that's pretty good because you have to work to Mm -hmm. get, do on your list.
1: It is hard to grow a list on Etsy. And my business itself is conducive to that because I can offer a freebie because it's just like, it's a $3 and 50 cent, you know, it's a download. And so I can offer a freebie as an incentive and a discount. So I was able to grow my list to that, which you're right. It was pretty good on Etsy. It is hard to grow a list on Etsy. And that was another reason why I wanted to come to Shopify because I knew that I wanted my business to revolve around my list. But I wasn't going to be able to do that with Etsy.
0: Right, right. And now just to clarify before we move to some of the after, the main way you built your list over on Etsy was, were you offering that freebie like in your shop header? And was it inside your listings or...
1: I, d- I put it everywhere. It was in the shop description. I also had a listing image that off- has my offer, which is basically sign up and you get a free ebook. which was just like a three page ebook that I just threw together and then a freebie design that is not for sale. It is only available for signing up for my list. and then also an offer for a discount, a, a coupon code. And so it was pretty effective, especially during the Christmas season. I found that there was a lot of people opting in to get that freebie. So, and were you just using MailChimp? Yeah, I was on mm-hmm. MailChimp at the time. I'm not anymore, okay. but I, I did start. It's, I think MailChimp is a great place to start. It's great. Right. And you know, right. Once you get to a certain point, it's kind of like you can start making your list pay for itself at that point. And then you can start paying for an email provider.
0: So were you just using that little MailChimp landing page? Basically like MailChimp lets you do those little sign up No. No, No, I
1: actually was, I had registered my domain right away and my boardbatten.com or boardbattendesign.com was just an opt-in. That's that's what it was. And so I built a pretty opt-in and I built some, I made some pretty pins for them and I I got them up on Pinterest and that I think helped as well. So instead of just the generic kind of boring MailChimp opt-in, I was, I had my own that was just pretty with pretty graphics and it showed a pretty graphic of the freebie Um, so that people could see the design they're actually getting (laughs) for free.
0: Yes, that's a really smart idea. And what a great way to use that new website, that new domain you had set up, but before you're ready to turn it into its own shop.
1: Well, it was always my plan to to do a Shopify store. I wanted to start with Etsy just to kind of test the water to see how well it was going to work for me. But my plan was always the whole time to actually do the The Shopify and and everything. So I wanted to get that going right off the bat. So right when I started my Etsy store, I also registered my domain. It's only like 10 bucks. So why not?
0: True, true. And how long had you had your Etsy store? I know in September, 2017 is when you then had your Shopify store. How long had you had your Etsy store before that point?
1: I started it... Well, I kind of half-heartedly started it in January of that year. And then February, I got laid off from my job. And that was, it was a good thing. It was not bad. Um, And so that was when I I just started. um, I I kept going to work, except instead of going to my job, I went to a local business center here where I had good internet. And I worked all day long while my kids were at school. I packed myself lunch and I came to work. And um, so that was really when I really focused on my shop. On Etsy, trying to just grow things, and it, it worked. It, I replaced my job income in like three months. It was it was
0: awesome. Yeah. Treating it like a job, it's key. It's key. That's incredible to hear. And I love too that you did that though by taking baby steps. Like you didn't invest thousands of dollars upfront on something that you weren't sure how well it would sell. You really just took that next right step mm-hmm. uh, to get things going. Yes, that was really important. Actually, this is the first time
1: that I've done that with a business. Like many entrepreneurs, I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur, but this is the first time I've been like holding myself back. Bethany, don't, 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 don't make this big investment. You don't need it. It really made a big, big, big difference for me. I feel like just keeping myself in check, minimizing things and trying to maximize the money that I'm making and not investing made a big difference for me
0: until I was ready when I invested when I was ready. Okay. I would love to hear you. You have your Shopify store open. You did so much work for that opening week. The results did not reflect the hard work you put no. in, right?
1: <laughs> no, it was terrible.
0: I mean, it was like, Hey, there's more
1: money than I had been making because I was still making sales on Etsy, right? it was very disappointing and so here's where I was at Derek Halpern a couple years ago had I I remembered he had said something about like his 80-20 rule where he he spends about 20% of his time creating something and 80% of his time promoting it and that's really where I wanted to be with it because in my industry and probably a lot of other creative entrepreneur industries a lot of the whole how do I get more sales ends up well just make more products and get more listings out and get more out and get more out and I was just like okay that brings in a little trickle traffic here and there but it's not going to be anything major and it would take years to build up to the point where I wanted I could support my family and I needed to support my family now I was just like I got like nothing you know I could manage for a couple months other than that I would have to go get another job and I didn't want that you know I wanted the life of being uh, completely self-employed so anyway so I was trying to figure out how would I do that And there's different aspects of it. Well, one of it was I was just really intrigued by the idea of launching, like product launching. And I think sometimes when we hear product launches, we think, oh, well, that's just for online courses. Mm -hmm. But I was like, there's got to be a way for me to take the bones of the idea and adapt it for my own business where I'm selling these things And I don't want to be like, oh, I'm committing to myself. I'm going to make five new designs every week. I felt like that would just really be kind of spinning my wheels. Right. What I wanted to do was create new products and then spend a whole bunch of time marketing and getting more eyes on them. And that was really where I decided to look into the product launches. And I was excited to see that you had the, the, the class because that, um, that was the one that I took. And it was, it was really, really helpful. And it's, funny to see. And I'll show you the numbers what happened after.
0: (laughs) I'm so excited for this. (laughs) So even me, I'll be learning too, because I've seen your success over the last couple of years, but I don't know all the nitty gritty details of like everything you did and how well it went and all those kinds of things. I would just, you're such an action taker. You would, you always would like in Brilliant Pinning or FB Brilliance, you would pop into the group, ask your very intentional question, and then you're like, okay, and then you're off to work. You're always busy getting things done. So I'm really excited just to kind of see behind the scenes in your business.
1: I'm definitely the type where I don't need like a lot of rah, rah, you can do it. I'm like, I already know I can do it. I just need to know how. So help me figure this out and then I'll go do it so basically what I did, and that was in September when I did the sale, the eight day sale. And it was October that I took your course and I had, it was like, it was almost Halloween. I hadn't put my Halloween stuff out yet. So I was like racing against the clock. And I was like trying to observe all this content. And then I was like, Oh, I don't have time to finish all this. So I kind of threw something together and it wasn't even, I hadn't even finished all the class. Of the curriculum but it was amazing what a difference it did just the very idea the, the very the bones of it like what do you do you get people excited for a product something cool that you're making you get people warmed up and excited ahead of time and then you sell it to them and give them incentives to buy it right then and there so what I did here. This is actually not my November sale. In October, I did end up doing a kind of a halfway launch, and I made, I think it was about $1,300, but I really, I guess really what I want to show you is how I was able to implement what I learned in the course when I had the time to prepare, and I had the time to warm up my audience and everything. So this, what you're looking at is I did it over Black Friday weekend. It was a bunch of Christmas type designs that I was releasing. It's actually late November is very late in my industry to be releasing this because a lot of people use them for business. So, you know, this last year I did it in October, but you can see that I made $2,300 and this was in four days. Oh, wow. Okay. And... Instead of $200 in, you know, eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then if you look at the conversion rate, it's almost 3%. It's 2.87%. So my conversion rate is way bigger.
0: Yes. Yeah. And
1: then another thing to understand now, my list had, had grown quite a bit. I was really working hard on list building during that whole time too. And so at that point, I actually had a list of about 3,500 people. So it had grown a lot.
0: Wow, That's a huge growth in just yeah. a couple <laughs> months'
1: time. Yeah, it was. It was. Having my own website really allowed me to leverage a lot of different ways to grow my list, whether it was traffic coming into my website. I also was doing the brilliant pinning. I was promoting some of my pins, getting people to opt in that way as well. Okay. Um, but the key thing here is like, you could say there, well, of course you made a lot more money. Your list is way bigger, but I made more than twice as much per subscriber. So my September sale, I made 30 cents per subscriber, but no, this November one, it's actually 66 cents per subscriber is what I made for every subscriber. I actually made twice as much. And I think that that is a function of just like getting people warmed up and ready and, you know, relationship with them and, the one thing that I found that I really love about doing these design releases, which is my version of the launch, is I've only decided to do these five times a year, which means I'm only, like, selling to my list five times a year. I don't feel like I have to, like, email them and like, Hey, come buy my stuff all the time. I'm able to just back off and
0: just relax and send them stuff that's helpful and cool. You know, you don't have to hard sell all year. Mm -hmm. And even with a launch, which I'm sure you noticed as well is because you're building that anticipation and excitement, people don't really feel that sold to they're along on this ride. Oh yeah. And they're excited for when that product comes out. I see that
1: especially on social media as over time I've kind of refined and developed my system and and how I schedule things out. But I've really noticed on social media and I'm posting sneak previews and people are like, hurry up and release them so I can buy it. And I'm like, that's so validating. Yes, it's amazing. Oh, I love that. they don't feel like it, you know, they don't feel like I'm just constantly trying to sell to them because usually I nurture my list and I, I build relationships with these people. And I've had some customers who have bought literally every single design I've ever made. Wow. Unheard of in my industry. And honestly, in, in this SVG design industry, I don't think I know of any other designer that does the design releases the way that I do but I think com- that combined with really nurturing your list, it's been just amazing for my business. And I don't make tons, I don't make tons of money, but I don't want to make tons of money. I want to be able to work part-time when my kids are in school, and be there for them when they're, when they're home. And I want to have time to putter run in my garden. And I want to have enough money to pay all my bills and get myself out of debt. I paid off all my consumer debt last year, that was amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. But for me, it's not about, oh, I had a $50,000 launch. I'm like, well, okay, so I might get there in a couple of years, but I'm not worried about it. This yeah. is just like, I'm like the everyman. I'm not looking to make a zillion dollars. I just want more quality time with my family. Yeah. And I don't want to have to be the single mom who's like struggling, working your nine to five, which when you have to do that, and then you have to go home and do all the other home stuff. It's like, it takes so much of your time and your kids just, they don't get enough of you. And, um, this has just changed my life so much. My business, it's
0: been amazing. That is, oh, that's incredible. I just, I love your story so much, Bethany, and just the way you've grown your business. It's, it's just awesome. And I love what you said too, about you are truly building a business that works around your life it doesn't run you, (laughs) you know, you are choosing to make it fit in with your life and your priorities. And I love that. Yeah. I know people are going to want to know. They're like, okay, great. So Bethany, she, uh, two months later, she grew her list. She did another product launch. She's getting, her customers are now excited. They're going to know, what did you do? (laughs) What was involved in, in that product launch to get everyone excited? And then what was that offer that they were Excited to buy. Okay, so usually about three, four
1: weeks before the launch, I start working on my designs. This is actually my most recent launch that I or design that I released that I did. And say, say it's a launch, but I call it a design release. I started in de, in January, so this is me during design week, which I call design week. It really it helps me to get kind of in a mode where I'm spending like a week or two just designing. I don't do anything else. I just sit down with my coffee and I have my slippers and I'm like comfy and I just design, design, design. But I do post screenshots. And so I'll kind of give people some little, hey, look at this thing that I'm working. And I, you know, hey, and I try to make it funny and kind of entertaining. And then people are like, yay. And look at all these comments or, oh, I'm so excited. So you can see the, you know, the interaction. So I'm getting them excited and I'm showing them a couple previews of the ones that I think are going to be really well received and people are going to really like them. So over that week or that period of time, I'll post some of these. That's the beginning step for me. Once I'm done, I start doing some of these mock-ups and stuff. And then basically, as far as my list goes, really what it is, is I do two or three emails ahead of time. Usually what I do is I start off with a completely unrelated email like, hey, by the way, I'm doing new design soon and Tell you more about those later, and that's it. That's the only that I give them. And then I'll give them some sneak previews. Then I show them everything that I'm making. I I show them all the new designs, and then I just launch it. And it's a four-day launch. And I send two emails the day of because I like to do some early bird specials. And so I do the early bird specials when I'm when I'm doing the release, and then when the when it's almost up, then I let them know and give them a heads up. Ultimately. As far as my list goes, it's about six emails. It's two beforehand, sometimes three, and then four during. And that's it. It's not like this big, long eight-day process. And I'll show you my email. It's just, hey, by the way, here's a sneak preview. And then after that, like two days later, often I will do something like this where I have the details. And usually what I also do at that point is I send them a link to a Facebook album that I've created with all the new designs in it. Okay. Sometimes what I will also do, I'm kind of trying to split test it, but it takes a long time because I have so many design releases. I try to create graphics that show all my designs too, and put them right in the email. I'm not sure if either of them works better, but so I show them exactly what they have. And then I, you know, here's my coupon codes and here's all the things and here's the links and everything you need to know. And then it's live and it's just a very simple email with just a quick reminder of the stuff and a cool graphic. Graphics make such a big difference. (laughs) Um, And that's pretty much it. And then, like I said, uh, the day you know at, after the early bird time is up, I'll, or actually right before, within about an hour before, I'll send them hey a reminder. but other than that, this is really it. Other than that, it's nurturing. and I, I post most of the same stuff on Facebook too. It's almost always just like a copy paste, so okay. it's not even really anything different.:
0: Easy, peasy. It is. <laughs> so, and so just to clarify, you when you launch you do a design collection. correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. how many different SVG designs are usually inside a collection?
1: Generally, I do 30 to 40 new designs at any one given time. And I do them, I've, I've broken it up very based on the seasons. So like my next one is um, next month in March. And I'm going to be putting out Mother's Day and springtime. And um, I always try to throw in a little bit of general like non-themed stuff because the business is very seasonal, but a lot of the time people do want non-seasonal things. They want stuff they can personalize. They want just cute little farmhouse signs and stuff like that. And so I try to do kind of a mix of that, but I always try to keep it seasonal. But because there's different themes, I usually bundle the like things together. And this is something that I do differently than most people in my industry as well. Having the Shopify site allows me to do really big bundles, which is not something that's what's it's hard to do that on Etsy. And so what I'm able to do with my Shopify is I can set up a bundle and I tell people, you buy this bundle now, you get all the future designs that I will ever add to that. I don't think there's anybody else in the industry that does that. So like I have like a St. Patrick's Day bundle and I started it off with like five designs and I priced it accordingly. But then, you know, but then I added more designs this last year and the price went up. And anybody who's already bought that, they're going to get all the St. Patrick's designs that I ever make forever because they're all going to go into that bundle, but they locked it in at whatever price they bought. And I think that's one other thing that really kind of is an incentive for people to buy because I kind of try to focus on like two or three bundles for each design release and really kind of promote those, which gives me, even though an individual design is only $3 and 50 cents, my bundles are anywhere from like 25 to a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. And so, and then also once a year, I bundle the whole year's worth together and I sell it in a bundle as well every January. And that's always a really good deal for people too. And it's nice because it's a big chunk for me and they can get a whole year's worth of designs and kind of get caught up in that way because a lot of people are like, I just want to buy everything that you have. And so that's, you know, I've just kind of played around with little bundles. And then one thing that I also do most of the time, not every time, but For there are some customers who just want to continue to buy. Every time I do a new release, they just want to buy everything. They don't want to buy any of the themed bundles. They just want to have everything. So then I'll bundle everything together. So I'll have a March bundle that I just have available during that time frame, during that four-day time frame that they can buy all of the March designs, no matter what theme they are. So that's something that has worked for me.
0: Okay. And so then that price point would be on the higher end, like – It depends on the value
1: because my designs sometimes are higher valued and sometimes there's more of them or sometimes there's less of them, but usually it's around $50 to $75. Okay. Yeah. With the early bird pricing. Okay. It's a good deal.
0: And that's where too, the the concept though of like you release a collection, a bundle, you know, whatever you want to call it, Um, you're taking a customer who may have just spent $3 and 50 cents on one design in your store. And because you've created this lovely collection and it is a great value to get all those designs together, but now you're taking a $3 and 50 cent sale and turning it into a $50 sale or Mm -hmm. higher, or, you know, at the very least a $20 sale all the Mm -hmm. way up to, you know, right. $75 and more. So that's pretty incredible
1: yeah another thing that I do a little bit differently I, and not uh, there are definitely some other designers that do this too. but when I first started in this industry, I noticed that most designers were not really big fans of people selling products they make with their designs and they everybody you know most of them have a small business license, but they were kind of like, Ugh, okay, fine, I'll do it But for me, it's like, yes, sell the stuff you we make with my designs, make all the money. And that one, for one, gives me something to talk about with my email list to nurture them and to give them, you know, tools for this and, oh, here, this will help you in your business and stuff like that. But it also helps because people who are in business tend to buy more. <laughs> if, they're, if they're using designs for products, they're going to be needing more designs, period. And if my style Works well with their style because they are my target customer, then they're going to continue to want the rest of my designs that are in that same style as well. So that's something that I focus on how can I serve these people, including making those designs that are conducive for their business, but also in a lot of other ways, which again, like I said, it helps me have something to talk about because I think sometimes when you have a list and you're trying to nurture it, you don't always know what to talk about. (laughs)
0: That's true. And you've you understand who your ideal customer is. You know what their day is looking like. You know what their goals are with even using your products. I mean, that's so important for each of us. How does my customer, how are they gonna use this product? How does it help them in their life? And then yeah, you're adding more content and the way you're connecting with them to just serve them even more. So I think that's awesome. And I think too, I love that you you basically went with the flow instead of trying to like fight against it. Like what you were saying with other SVG designers, they only want people using their designs for like individual home use or whatever. And you're like, well, wh- why? Like, why shouldn't they also, they're buying my designs. This is great. Why do I care if they've I, do, I don't know. It's, it's, a, that actually has gotten a lot better of,
1: over the last couple of years, but I still remember because before I was doing designings, I was actually designing <laughs> I was actually selling physical products that I made with my own craft cutting machine. Okay. And I noticed at that time when I was buying designs, that that was even just like four years ago, there was a lot of hesitation there. And I think that it has become a lot more commonplace where designers are really proponents. But I don't know if there's very many that are proactively trying to help their customers make money the way that I I try to help them if I can.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. Okay. And then I have another question with your launches. Do you, so I know you, you release your new collections, you're building anticipation for that, those new design collections. Um, you bundle them together and then do the bundles go away or it's just that the sale part of it goes away?
1: Oh the only bundles that go away are just the monthly ones. Usually it's just the sale. So the bundle is there available at any time.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and that is important for me. Uh, periodically, I will run ads to the bundles and, and stuff like that. That's kind of a hit or miss uh, depending on seasons and things like that. And um, Facebook ads, I use a lot of Facebook ads, but I find like my budget for advertising is much better spent trying to just get more people on my list. Okay, um, And not so much trying to actually sell to them because, you know, like I talked about how I distill everything down to how much money did I make for each subscriber? And that kind of gives me an idea of, okay, I can actually pay to have a subscriber because over time I'm going to make so much, you know, so much money off of them. And so in the sen- in a sense that it's going to, you know, I will still make money. It's just going to be kind of a long-term thing. And, but sometimes I do run ads to the big bundles and whatnot, and there's a lot of pins out there with the bundles on there. And I feel like um, most bundles are actually available temporarily in this industry. And I think I'm probably, like I said, I think I'm the only one who does the add to bundles, but I don't think there's very many people who have consistent bundles that are just available at any time. Okay. It's just the price will change. Every time I add new designs, the price goes up because I price it accordingly.
0: That's such a great strategy right there to get people. There's the scarcity of obviously a sale, but there's the scarcity factor of, okay, I want to lock this in because I know Bethany continues to come out with beautiful designs that I love. So I'm going to lock this in and then I get her future designs that are part of this bundle for free. Like that's, that's an incredible incentive.
1: Yeah. That's kind of was my plan. And I've had people ask me, seriously, you really think that that's a good idea long-term? And I'm like, I think it'll be okay. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Because I like to give people value. And I just, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's something that's different and it does create that scarcity, but it also creates a really good value for my loyal customers. And that's something that I know you've talked about. You really love to reward your loyal customers. And I feel the same way where, There's people that I recognize their names. I'm looking at my Shopify sales and I'm like, oh, look, this person ordered again. Um, And those are, you know, I really want to reward that. I really want to reward the people who kind of stick with me and especially who are willing to take a chance
0: on me early on when they may not be so familiar with me. And I think the fact that you have customers who buy everything you've ever designed, that's a pretty good sign that I think your strategy is working just fine. Yeah, it's working. And
1: like I said before, I'm not a millionaire. I'm not rolling around in dollars, but I also don't work that much. I work like, I don't know, 4 hours a day, 5 days a week maybe. And the other thing is like I my oldest daughter, she's 12. She's not homeschooling. So I'm also homeschooling her. And that's been, that's taken me away from work a little bit as well, although it's given me some structure too. But basically, I guess my point is, is that I really don't work that much, Mm -hmm. which for me is the best kind of balance. I don't want to have any one aspect of my life to overtake everything. I love my business and I love marketing and I always have but um, I don't want to spend eight hours a day doing it. I yeah. want to have time to hang out with my kids and to go dig around in my garden and to go walk around and to read books. And to and that all of that is separate from the time that I want to spend on my kids. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm not making a million dollars. I don't care. I'm making enough to take care of my family and to put myself in a better financial position and to have actual balance in my life. That, yeah. That's what I want.
0: I love that. And you know what? Okay. You're not making a million dollars, but in my opinion, you're leading a million dollar life. Like Totally. You're, totally. You're leading this incredible life where you have so much, you have margin and space and time for all the things that you enjoy. Not that many people can, can say that. So. No. Yeah. Do you mind sharing what the, like, what your biggest or best product launch has been since you Yeah. Been? I mean, I don't mind.
1: <laughs> the biggest one that I had so far was my last Christmas design release last year. I mean, understand there's only a year between between the two. So here's the details for my most recent Christmas launch. And you'll notice I did it in October instead of November, which gives my customers more time. I ideally would actually be doing it sooner, but I just time frame... I think mid-October would probably be best. So what we're looking at here is my October of um, 2018 design release, which is, again, my Christmas design. So we'll compare that to the last one that we looked at. And I made $5,800, and this is, again, in four days. That's incredible. The awesome thing is if you look at my conversion rate, it's almost 6%. I mean,
0: like that, mind blowing. <laughs> that is like unheard of. Like, I don't care what you're selling to get a nearly 6% conversion rate in an online store. That's yeah. incredible, it's crazy. I mean, like I get
1: trickle in traffic from Pinterest and stuff. And mostly that traffic converts at like one and a half, maybe 2%. But anytime I do a launch, it's like I get these awesome conversion rates. The actual numbers at the time, my list was about seventy five hundred people. I had also identified about two thousand people who were inactive on my list, but I hadn't deleted them yet, which is funny. but with a, considering a list size of $7, seventy 7, five hundred dollars or $7,50 people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I made seventy eight cents per subscriber right and so that's like oh, that's so much more than the thirty cents that I was making back in September when I very first started my Store, you know, where I was not really interacting with my list. I was not really nurturing them. I was sending them like a a monthly newsletter that didn't do anything for me. And, but man, these people were so excited about these designs. Yeah. And so they were ready to buy. And I just think that that is so key and learning what has worked for me and a good flow for me has just been incredible. Because I sell a digital product, a lot of this is you know, I, I don't have to buy materials and inventory. I certainly have expenses. I have a great virtual assistant. She's amazing. And she helps me put all these together. And I have advertising costs and stuff. But during the launch, actually, I don't even run any ads, I will promote the post on Facebook that I create when I'm telling everybody that everything is live, I will promote it to other people who like my page. Just so to make sure that they see it,
0: making sure that all of your warmed up people see your stuff. Yeah. Right. Which that's exactly what I recommend during the launch as well. It's nice to have that social proof or like a friend telling a friend that this sale is going on and there's different ways to kind of build that community that way and just build your reach on social media during the launch. But the But the biggest thing that you're doing during a launch is nurturing the audience you already have Mm -hmm. and just, yeah, making sure they all see what you're doing. Because I've done something similar where, I mean, Yes, when it's not launch period, I'm trying to build my list. I'm running ads to build my list, trying to make sure my Pinterest pins are out there helping me build my list. But when it's launch time, I will run reach campaigns just to make sure all my warmed up email subscribers see all my content, so they know what's going on. I don't miss any of them. But yeah, it's not it's not let me go just like grab all these new people and exactly yeah, it's like you're working with what you already have when it's nitty gritty, like let's get to launching. And I think that's, that's something people miss so often is they're so busy, like trying to get all these new people to see their new product. And they're almost forgetting about, all the people right in front of them. I think people spend their energy in the wrong places. And again, yes, like build and grow when you're not launching, but Mm -hmm. when you're launching, I kind of view it as like nestle in, like nestle in, get comfy (laughs) with your people. Yeah. 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 Take care of them. Make sure they see what's going on. And then that's where, I mean, you can obviously see um, from your results what can happen.
1: I think I mentioned to you, I do a lot of lead ads on Facebook. But I actually will stop them a couple weeks beforehand, before I do a launch, I will pause them so that people have a time to go through my nurture sequence because I don't want to be sending these emails to a whole bunch of people who literally just signed up for my list the day before. Right. I then there to them. It's going to be like, Bye 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 because I'm right in the middle of the launch part, you know. Yeah. And so I don't want to do that. I don't want to give anybody a bad taste in their mouth, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so I really do try to focus on building that, you know, building the the relationship and nurturing them and then, you know, I'll let them know about my stuff, but I'm not trying to get everybody and I think that having a solid plan, a schedule in a way, really, really helps with that because you're right. People just like grabbing stuff in from wherever they're like, Oh, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this and trying to get all this stuff. And it's just like, sometimes you just, you have to have a plan and you have to know when's the right time for that growth. And Mm -hmm. now it's the time for releasing your product to those people that you have been warming up and that you've been building that relationship with and who are excited and ready for your product instead of somebody looking at your product and be like, whatever, just another person. And in my case, I'm actually more expensive than most SVG designers. I think a lot of the time, and I also provide a lot more value. I feel like, especially as far as my customers who are in business and and stuff like that, I really try to just over-serve them if I can, but people don't know that when they just come across me, right. and so they're like, "You're charging three fifty for an SVG." Well, this other person only charges a dollar fifty, or two fifty, or two dollars, or whatever, and it's like a dollar, seriously. But <laughs> it's still you—you'd be surprised. I still do get that sometimes, and I'm like, "Well, you know, that's that's okay. I, I know my products are not for everybody, but because I do, I am on the more expensive end." because I put a lot of time, time into my designs, I feel like I I don't, I don't want to just like try to reach in and grab a customer and just like try to sell to them right away before I've established the value that I can provide for them.
0: Oh, I I love that perspective. I think that's so great. So, so
1: easy to sell to people when they're like, they feel like they're your friend Yeah. And they feel like they know you and you as a person, you know, and they feel like they like you and they can identify with you. And you're not just some person. I mean, I say sell too, but you know, you're not just some person trying to make a buck. Mm -hmm. And that is across everything in my business where I don't ever want to approach things like it's all about the numbers and it's all about the money because it's not. I mean, if it was, I would probably not be in this business. (laughs) I would just... (laughs) do something different. But to me, it's more like, a. I want to create an awesome product that's unique that they can't really, I mean, there's not very many people who have kind of the vintage design style the way that I do. Yeah, And so that's something that's really unique. And I try to be really relatable. And I try to help these people really get to know me and really get a good feel of who I am as a person. And I feel like that just really helps them be excited to engage with me. And when I send out an email, I always get a bunch of responses. And if it's particularly helpful, I always get, especially, I always get a lot of responses. Oh, thank you so much for that. And it's just because I'm just trying to help them most of the time. And then sometimes I sell to them. Yeah. So it makes the selling part just that much more effective.
0: Right. so I love that. You're taking away that stress of like, oh, I got to constantly sell, right? Which is where a lot of small business owners live because mm-hmm. they don't have like a plan or a strategy. So yeah. for them, every day is like, what can I post to get a sale? Or how can I... So, yeah, I
1: feel that's a real dangerous place for us to be. And it is actually just so common, especially in Etsy and stuff like that, where the idea is just, just post more, just post more, because there is some truth to the more products you have available, the more trickle and traffic you'll get. Yes. Okay. That is true. Um, but it's not the most effective way and it's yeah. not the most personal way. And it's not even remotely the best way to um, be able to make a living or make money at, at your business. And I feel like it just just becomes so impersonal. You just become some kind of production machine where I would just much rather have my little micro focus five times a year. I'm designing these things and I'm going to release them and I'm going to have fun with my people on the other
0: times. And that's what I like to do. I love that. That's good. Oh, I love that. I just love watching what you're doing in your business. It's amazing. And I mean, honestly, you, I have like life goals of like, just like the way you set up your life is incredible. Um, yeah. So yeah.
1: yeah, I think that you just, people need to have a real clear idea of what the life is that they want, but don't sit there and be like, I can't achieve it because of X, Y, or Z. And um, the one thing that I tell people all the time is, time is going to pass no matter what you could be working towards something or you could be sitting around doing nothing but if you're working towards something in five years you're going to be somewhere else 10 years you're going to be somewhere else you could be that much closer to the life that you want to have but if you sit there and be like oh I don't want to do this because it'll take like years before I start making any money or whatever and well years are going to pass no matter what so you could either be making money or you could be not making money you know or you could be having this life that you want, or you could not be having this life that you want, you know? Yeah. And it's a lot of work. I mean, I'm, I'm building my own house. It's not easy. I've been working on it for five years. Hopefully finishing this year, I'm, I'm hoping. But a lot of it isn't paying for it out of pocket. And so that's where these, these chunks of money come in really helpful for my budgeting, at least yeah. for me having it come in big chunks like that helps me pay for things like drywall and siding and things like
0: that. <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, just in case no one, like someone listening or watching didn't catch that, what Bethany said <laughs> is she's a mom, She's a single mom with three kids. She runs this business and this is what fully supports your family, right? Yes. Like, yes this is completely. how you put food on the table, your business, your SVG shop. She's also building her own house.' <laughs> yeah. She's building a house. So that's yeah. Just, oh my goodness. Bethany, you're just proof that anyone who has an excuse of oh, "I yeah. can't, there is always a solution. There is always a creative way mm-hmm. to solve a problem, and you're yeah. just proof of that. I just feel like
1: people can do something that you just have to set your mind to doing it and you have to get rid of yourself of the distractions, the things that you're doing that may not be of any benefit. A lot of people come home and sit in front of the TV for four hours, four hours. I mean, yeah. and it's not like I'm saying anybody should not watch TV. I mean, I like to watch my shows sometimes when I can, when the internet cooperates, but <laughs> um, but well, you have to be aware of how much time you're spending on different things and um, be be smart about it. And, you know, and like I said, I haven't been the only one. I'm actually hiring somebody to finish my siding this spring. which I'm Oh, good. <laughs> but, and well, I didn't build the shell myself. I had nothing to do with the actual building of the shell and the putting on the roof and stuff like that. But all the finishes has pretty much been me with my dad. So. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, Love. I learned a lot on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> The internet. It's pretty incredible.
0: It's
1: <laughs> awesome. Anybody can do anything, though. And that's kind of my mindset. If if I really want to do it, then I go do it. Hmm. And if I feel like I don't have time in my life or don't have space or if it stresses me out, then I don't do it.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me today, Bethany. This has just been, it's been so fun and just, I love getting to know you even more and watching what you're up to. I think you're just an incredible person and I'm (laughs) so just like excited for how you built your business and excited for, you know, what's to come for you in the future.
1: Well, thank you. It's been so fun. And thank you so much for having me on here. So it's just been nice to kind of talk about this. And actually, even just like running the numbers has been eye opening for me looking at because I actually never did that before. I never sat down and looked at comparing it and, and realizing yeah, how, how much I've grown, you know, and, right. and being able to understand, hey, actually, you know what, I probably will have like a five figure design release this year if I'm on the same track, which is kind of cool. It
0: yeah. Up. Yeah. And yes. And you have to keep us posted. As of course well. I will for <laughs> yeah. sure. We want to hear about that new release. I'll post
1: my triumphal moment in the group.
0: <laughs> yes. I <Yes. laughs> <laughs> love it. Remind everyone one more time, where can they find you online? My
1: website is boardbattendesign.com. And I am also on Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest, or board batten design. It just depends. But if you just look for board batten design, that would be me. And awesome. then um, I'm also on Etsy, but if you're going to check out my stuff, I'd prefer you to go to my shop. So, <laughs> yeah. So, boardbattendesign.com. That's me. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Thank you so much, Bethany. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. And I'll talk
0: to you later. Oh, my goodness, friend. Wasn't that so great? I am always so excited when I hear from Bethany because I feel like every time we talk, she is up to something new. She's reaching a new level of business growth. And the best part is, Bethany is not hustling like a crazy person. Yes, she does work hard, but she's very intentional about building a business that works around her life instead of running her life. I want the same for you too. And I hope you were especially excited to hear how Bethany utilizes the product launch model to get incredible results for her business. If you're interested in pulling off a brilliant product launch for yourself, you've got to grab my brilliant marketing plan. It's yours free when you head to brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash marketing plan. And of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant.